Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. And welcome to episode 205 of Slamfire Radio for May 12th, 2017. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. McClatchy. I'm another one, Mr. Furlot. Mr. Misho here. And I'm Mr. Kelly. Mr. Thank Kelly. You. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Mr. That's, that's Mr. Kelly to you. <laughs> yeah. And I also did my first name. Uh, that's okay. You're yeah, you did yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kelly's confused. Did. It's all right. We're all confused a little bit. A little bit. I'm constantly confused. Very much. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, well. So, um, how's everybody doing? Uh, well. <laughs> no, good and stuff. Good and stuff, yeah. I, I Because I can sense how much Kelly wants to move things forward, I can't help but want to drag them back. Yeah. Look, you got to put these brakes on sometimes and just kind of relax and have a, a, a good show where you're just kind of winging it. She sighed 15 times before we said, okay, let's start. So it's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think we, this should be one where we push all of Kelly's buttons. All of them. All of them. How do you feel about that, Kelly? I'm not biting. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> huh. We'll see. Yeah. All right, let's move it along. <laughs> Here we go. That's, that's one, folks. Every time you hear her say that, you know what to do. Listen for the size. Yeah. She can't. <laughs> she can't hold it in. She can't. I'm gonna mute myself and just sigh away, scream and swear at the computer. <laughs> She'd be like, "I'm not sighing and everything, uh, <laughs> and all that, and all that." <laughs> so, um, yeah, okay, <laughs> perfect. Well, Kelly, um, since you uh, since you are sort of the center of the conversation right now, why don't you bring us what you did in guns, which is brought to us by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. And uh, what do they got this week? Uh, Gray Glocks for $780? Yep, Gen 4s. Gen 4 Glock 17 with a gray gray polymer frame instead of a black polymer frame. So I guess that's a gray Glock. It kind of looks like the Magpul Stealth Gray as well. It's really Mm. nice. It is, Mm. actually. And a good price, too, for a Glock. Yeah, they're finally getting back down to where they need to be. And, of course, you know. Calgary Shooting Center would 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 do well, it right. Of course, they do everything right because they're not commies. Exactly. <laughs> and you don't want to be a commie, so buy yourself a gray Glock. I from... still haven't bought. I need. I still need Glock mags. I still haven't bought them yet. I am getting them from really? them. I just haven't done it yet. I just I've been procrastinating. I guess I should do that mm. while Kelly tells us what she did in guns. I should go order those. How many do I need, Trevor? Uh, Thirty. At least 40? two. Well, you need two. Right. <laughs> you need two at the moment. Uh, are you going to get uh, Magpul ones, or are you going to get Glock Well, ones? I'm still undecided. <sighs> get one of each. Get one of each. Get the get the get a Gen 4 Glock mag to replace the one that came apart on you, yeah. and buy your first Magpul test mag. And then see how it goes. Maybe I'll do that. I'll go order those right now. What else was I going to order? I forget. Something else. I needed something for the PAR, I think. All right. Well, what, all right. So, Kelly, well, yeah, tell us what you did in guns <laughs> while I go over to Calgary Shooting Center and uh, buy some stuff. Okay, well... It don't, you know, it's a long walk for you, so 
I'm going to do it via the interweb. Oh, okay. Yeah. I registered for the charity shoot. Sweet. Would you like it? Got, are, you, are you going? We got to do that? What do you mean am I going? <laughs> yes, you have I think, to do that. I think it's a given that we're going. Yes. And we're all yeah. going. Adriel's I, going too. I did. Yep. I registered for the the Ragnarok AR thing, but I don't think yep. I actually registered for the charity shoot. Maybe I did uh, while I was I there. I didn't either. You well, just, you... Is it, you have to pay when you register, or do we pay when we yeah, get Yeah, you pay when you register. Really? I, I really? didn't. Yep. It was I on didn't. practice score, right? Yeah, I just, I just no, registered on practice. No, that's Ragnarok Tactical. That's no, no, no. You can, also, oh. you can also do that no. on uh, uh, for the thing. You can Mass register confusion. through practice score for yeah, the, the charity yeah. shoot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's for the yeah. You do register through Pact Score, and they send you an email, and then they, you don't have to pay for it until you get there. Yeah, I didn't this pay all, for it. Oh. Yeah, so just, this is all listeners. This is all written down somewhere. Don't be confused like us. <laughs> it is actually organized. We're just you know. Yeah, it's somewhere. us. That's, see, here's the thing: we're not organizing it this year, so we have very little idea as to what's going on. <laughs> we could have an idea, but lazy is. Uh, oh yeah, no, definitely lazy. Day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't read. <sighs> Our hotels are booked. I sighed. So cool. Yes, you did yes. sigh. Yeah, hotels are we're booked. We're dragging our feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't registered for the hotel yet, so I should and, probably and do that. Too. Adriel, aren't you? Adriel, aren't you flying in on the same flight as some other guys that are? Carpool. Yeah, some uh, maple seed guys, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rick and Kevin t- both booked on the same flight as you. Calgary Shooting yeah. Center doesn't have. Glock 17 mags in stock. Serious? Oh, oh. they must be sold out. That's terrible. Call mm. that's, that's okay. I'll text Jeff right now. Yeah, text him, see what he says. He's All probably right. got some more in the back anyway. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, well, Ke- Kelly, were you saying something? No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to this. <laughs> well, you don't act like you're used to it. You act quite annoyed, as a matter of fact. You keep sighing. <laughs> I know. You irritated over that. something? I only sighed once. <laughs> and everything. Okay, and stop. <laughs> I'm not gonna bite. Oh, she's biting. She's biting like a fish. All right, Trevor, line. let her let yes. her talk before she like come like bites you for Hangs real. Up on you? Okay. <laughs> I uh, we also did our first the inaugural Maple Seed event at EOSC in Ottawa. It was pretty much under six inches of rain, but Ooh, we held it. That and, sucks. Uh, yeah, we had 15 people that were supposed to show up on the line. We ended up with 11 shoot, 11 shooters. That's, not, 11. that's not bad for a bunch of rain coming down. I know I should, oh. certainly wouldn't have showed up if it was <laughs> raining if, like that. <laughs> if you look at the pictures, uh, yeah, everybody was wearing. Well, there's one guy wearing hip waders. Uh, there was everybody was wearing rubber boots basically. And of the 11 people, six shot riflemen. They were excellent shooters. We had some national ranked shooters on the line. That's cool. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, we had a great time. It was really well um, received by everybody. And, yeah, I, um, I'm looking forward to this weekend as well. It's, we had to move the location because the site that we had it at, scheduled at, was, well, flooding. So we've moved it to Frontenac here in Kingston. And guess what? It's going to rain. So, yeah, every time we have one of these, I'm thinking that uh, we're bringing the rain. So. You should have one the weekend before the charity shoot. <laughs> uh, we are. Uh, we are. We're having one the weekend before, and therefore we're going to 
to not have rain on the charity shoot. That's what I'm hoping for. Yep. Yep. I'm thinking. Yeah. Cool. So we had a great time in Ottawa. And the night before, okay, so we get to Ottawa and it's pouring rain, right? Right. And <laughs> we were planning to set up the range the night before. And you can't really because it's, again, pouring rain. And there's also like 30 kilometer an hour or 40 kilometer an hour winds, whatever. So we go and see Guardians of the Galaxy. But we we went to the late show. So it was 10 o'clock at night. And it's like half an hour, 45 minutes to the theater from the range. So we didn't get back until 1.30-ish. Yeah. Anyways, so we were up at 5.30 to set up the range. And yeah, so we were Didn't a little get tired. Much sleep, huh? Nope. nope. But it was lots of fun. Guardian the Guardians of the Galaxy was awesome. And with um, a little raccoon in it again. Yeah. And I'm Groot. And I'm Groot. <laughs> Rocket actually got called the Trash Panda. I almost came out of my seat. A Trash Panda? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what they call raccoons around your place? Yeah. I've never heard that term for a raccoon before. Trash Panda. I kind of yep. like it. Yeah, as do I. Rocket, not so much. He didn't. Uh, yeah, not so much. Hmm. Yeah, no. The uh, the movie was amazing. Music wasn't as good this time, but everything else was awesome. Like you said, uh, the one liners from some of the characters, Kelly, were just amazing. Hilarious. Did you hear yeah. that joke from Groot? <laughs> He's like, "I am Groot." <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the best one. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the Seinfeld episode. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we have a couple of spots on the line for this weekend. So if anybody is in Frontenac, uh, because of the, or Kingston, because of the fact that we've moved it, we have a bigger line. And so we've opened it up. So if you're interested and you hear this show before, you know, Saturday, sign up. That's all I got. Who's next? Adriel? Sure. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. What are we doing again? (laughs) <laughs> things that we shot and did. Okay, good. Uh, I did a CQB course, uh, that clinic down in Milo. Have you, have you guys seen pictures of the Milo range? No. Is it killer? Cool? Killer oh, yeah? set. Oh man. They've got so many bays. Like they're, they're way out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and they, they used a, a, a decent chunk of land and basically like bulldozed everything in to, uh, to make for a really cool range. They've got like, Oh geez, I don't even know. Like, five to seven like small little action bays that are uh like 25 50 meter kind of thing a uh, couple of uh 100 200 meter uh bigger bays and then a bigger uh, long range bay and they were working on more even while we were out there so really cool setup for uh for that kind of thing uh the course itself is a is a really big class uh so like service rifle and service cqb run in relays uh, so you have multiple shooters on the line at any given time, so you can run through a bunch of people. But even that, we had we had 48 shooters out there, and uh, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of people. Yeah, it is. That's yeah. a lot. Now it wasn't just one. It wasn't just one instructor. He had a couple of helpers there as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was a lot of people. Um, no kidding. Uh, and I, 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 just from speaking with them, a lot of those guys were out there. They wanted a chance to use their rifle and their and their pistol. There's, um, you know, they were they were just interested in in using more of the disciplines i think we're we're really well covered uh, especially in here in alberta for uh for pistol competition we're not especially co- well covered for rifle and shotgun and some of the other uh, uh sports so these guys like that's that's what they wanted to do most of them was was shoot their rifle and their pistol and uh cqb was uh, was the way to do it yeah um, well there's really yeah what else where else can you do that really 
it's that it's three gun and that's pretty yeah. much it yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. weird eh? people buy guns and they want to shoot them huh what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, especially for a, like ARs are so cool. But yep. what do you do with them? Well, you can go to the range and back. What do you do with the range? You shoot paper at a hundred meters. Wow. Yeah. How how boring can you possibly get for for an so, for an AR, which is like an action rifle? Yeah, yeah, and is like well suited to abuse and yep. uh, uh, you know, fast mag changes and all this like really action oriented stuff. That's right. Uh, you know, so this is uh, this is one of those sports where you can do that. Uh, it was, it was really good practice. Um, I, this is the second time I've taken this course. The last time was, uh, October last year. Um, it was really good practice for a modified prone, which is basically imagine like sit, like laying on your right hand side. Uh, the gun is very low to the ground and you can shoot, um, very low from that position, uh, very steadily. You can, you can basically just lay there, uh, for a long period of time and still make really, really accurate shots and punch really small groups. Uh, yep. Good practice for that. Good practice for shooting on the move. Uh, one of the uh, courses of fire is is firing your AR while moving, and uh, you know just being able to walk really steadily and keep your upper body as uh, motionless as possible in terms of like your up and down and side to side. Uh, That's is, harder is, than a lot of people think. Heel yeah, toe, it is. heel toe, heel toe. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, it's my second time taking the course, so for for me, it was like reinforcement of some of that stuff. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was good. My remedials are are all better. Uh, I had let's see, what stoppages did I have? I, I gotta remember. I had a failure to go into battery on my pistol, and uh, I, the, like I don't what that pistol? does not happen. Uh, FNS. Really? Yeah. It's uh, it's bad ammo. ammo. It's yeah. yeah. Bad yeah. ammo. You're trying I, I, to put. Huh. What's that? Is, is it reloads or is it factory ammo? Oh, reloads. reloads. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the okay. the case might have been off or the bullet might have been, I don't know, low or high or whatever. But um, it, it it took me like maybe, maybe half a second. I popped the pistol up. I observed the uh, uh, barrel from the top, saw that it was uh, just a crack open, slammed it from the back and just kept going. So Nice. Um, Good job. Yeah, it was fast. I was like, "Yeah, that was good." <laughs> I had a stoppage, and it was like I just ripped right, right past it. Um, we had a couple of uh, new shooters on the on the line, and you can definitely see the difference between uh, practice shooters and new shooters in the remedials because that's where you see, uh, you know, someone getting like really perplexed and and needing freeze up uh, seconds after seconds. Yeah, freezing up. Um, or, uh, I, I don't know how many times I yelled tap rack at people <laughs> a few <laughs> times because they would, you know, if the magazine's not all the way in the gun on an AR or a pistol, it might look like it's in, but it's not in. And you, you can rack it all day long. You're not getting a, a round into the chamber. Nope. Uh, so a, a couple of people learned that after <laughs> I yelled it at them. <laughs> yeah. We had, uh, a guy at a black badge on the weekend, same thing. He kept racking the slide. And then when he finally seated the mag, he racked the slide, chambered around, and then racked the slide again and threw the round away. Yep. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Coordination kind of. Hey, Adriel. Yeah. You're much taller than I thought. Am I? I'm like yes. six, six foot. Really? Yeah, yeah he's, a, he, he's a big guy. I didn't think so. And then yeah. you're standing beside Barney, and I'm going, well, either Barney's really short or you're really tall. Little from yes. column A, little from column B. <laughs> yeah. Adriel's taller than I am, and I think Matthew's taller than I am. So, well, that means you're taller than me. He's up there. Yeah, I think he's taller than you, isn't he? He's. Aren't I taller than you? You. (laughs) 
Huh. Anyway, no, yeah, I was older, <laughs> remember? Not taller. <laughs> well, Wait, I just you... hide my age more. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Take that multiple ways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if I needed to do any other remedials. Oh, I have. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I check all my. I swear I check all my pistol ammo. Uh, I had one without a primer in it. <laughs> I, yeah. I check all my pistol ammo. I check you all didn't primers. check that one. Not that one. So mm-hmm. uh, I pulled the trigger. I, I click. I racked it out, and I just kept going. That was another like really really quick remedial, uh, which I wouldn't have to do if I just got factory ammo. Well, or could I, it have yeah, possibly it, it, just been an oversized primer pocket, and the primer fell out? Maybe Is that possible. I mean, that, that this, was like this, old this ammo was made before uh, before the. Uh, Dylan that I've got um, before I got the new priming mechanism that new priming mechanism is just rock solid the old one was kind of finicky oh so, okay so that's yeah, probably it's, what it was uh, then it's absolutely possible it just didn't get a primer yeah uh, let's see what else did I do uh, I, I, so like in, in terms of the course of fire I'm already, I was already familiar with, with how to shoot the like CQB so I didn't uh, I didn't need to spend any time learning that instead I spent, spent time uh, focusing on different fundamentals that I just haven't thought of in a while. Uh, so I was thinking about uh, grip squeeze with the offhand and really like crushing the heck out of the uh, grip with my left hand uh, and and seeing what that would do on recoil, um, uh, really focusing on trigger press and that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, it was good. I, I, I really uh, I really enjoyed the time out there. Got a bit of a sunburn, which is really weird because it was like 10. But <laughs> yeah. But the sun was out, and you know, Alberta, we've got mostly clear skies on on summer days, and I, I burned at ten degrees. Yeah, you don't think uh, about the sun when it's cool out, eh? But uh, it's still it's still burning, yeah. Still burning, yeah. Um, but no, it was a, it was a really good course. I met a lot of re- really great guys, and uh, I think they're going to be running CQB courses out of that Milo range uh, monthly now. So um, I'm really encouraged just to see more multi gun uh, uh, matches happening here in Alberta. Awesome. Uh, I ordered eight pairs of pants from Canada Ammo. Whoa! <laughs> and I got them. So I was, I was talking to Matthew about this. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to order some of these pants off Canada Ammo. He's like, here, grab me a pair. I'm like, well, I need $200 worth of stuff from Canada Ammo. So I started looking at what else they had. Um, I couldn't really find anything. But then so another why, so Hold on. So explain why you needed $200 worth of stuff. <clears throat> I really needed the free shipping. That's it right there. <laughs> yeah. So instead... <laughs> I'm going to spend another $78 to save $15 of shipping. <laughs> hey, that, 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 that it psychological works. trick works on me all the time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so I roped Matthew into ordering a pair. Yep. Um, and then that, actually I went out to that CQB course with Chad, who's a listener, and uh, Will, who's a, a buddy of mine. And Kelly, they both do, you, asked do you wear so. pants? Never. And yeah, I'm me either. Right now. Yeah, me They're either. tactical <laughs> pants. Kelly uh, yeah. doesn't. Yeah, I wear pants. If I was wearing pants right now, huh. they'd be five elevens. But like Kelly, I don't wear pants, so I didn't have to get in on this order. I didn't either. <laughs> I wear pants. I well, wear I just happened pants. to be on Skype with Adriel when he was ordering them, and just kind of uh-huh. like came up. Oh, and they're they're really durable. So I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna use them for like messing around the farm where I, yeah, I might have stuff. I, I probably wouldn't like them then. Mine will be. I like, my pants, I like my pants fall apart. Are they the tactical <laughs> yoga pants? Uh, no. Oh, Those well, are the ones Matthew's like got. Either. Yeah, I got the tactical <laughs> yoga pants. Your butt looks great in them, but... Uh, oh, yeah. well, <laughs> thank, thank, thank you. Uh, More harassment. Uh, Good thing yeah, we don't have an HR department. Yeah. 
I am the That's HR me. department. Up. Uh, yeah, so I ordered all those pants. They all arrived. Um, Do they look cool? Uh, yeah, they look like, oh, you know, tactical pants or whatnot. Perfect. Uh, Trevor, so one of the reasons why I don't like wearing shorts when I'm doing three gun is that on our range, uh, when it, when it's cut down, it's, it's got pretty sharp, uh, like grass stalks or like weed stalks and that kind of thing. And, uh, they're kind of pokey and sometimes we go prone and sideways and that kind of thing. And it would just mess up my knees and my, uh, my legs if I had to do that. So my concern uh, is not your legs. My concern is Kelly and I were left out. I thought I was clear about that. Oh, okay. Oh, I picked up on that right away. Yeah, just like no, no. your love for shorts. No, (laughs) no, he's just sad. Matthew was with me right off. Oh yeah, right off. Yeah, so was Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I I even thought of. I even thought of you whenever we were ordering these, and I was like, I know you did, buddy, because I, I, I I want this experience to happen. Well, you didn't reach out to us. So. Yeah, happy Trevor is not as fun as annoyed Trevor. No, so let's he, not tell Trevor. That's right. And when you're annoyed, yeah. it's just way more fun. You're that much closer to that go button, and you know what? That needs to be pressed regularly on this show. <laughs> Super. My first stroke will happen on the air <laughs> because I didn't order you pants. <laughs> it could be as simple as that, or maybe I didn't get a cookie. I don't know. I mean, who knows what the trigger will be? Uh, but well, whatever it is, I'm still looking. Uh, and then just to wrap my stuff up i sent out a batch of patches and stickers and that kind of thing so another batch is out that'll be cool i try to do i try to do it once a month so if you anybody wants to be a patreoni and get patches and stickers you know what to do actually they probably don't know what to do you should go to patreon Patreon. patreon.com forward slash slam fire radio to get your patches and and stickers once a month yeah well they have to send us their address Yes, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's obvious. <laughs> yeah. I could just email it to them. Yeah, email them. Here, here's your sticker. Let's print don't. it out yeah. and put some tape on the back and stick it on just your Just print one. Otherwise, yeah. it's copyright infringement. That's right. You can print one, but don't print two. <laughs> you have give to us your address, again. But Give us your address, but don't give Matthew your cell phone number. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't mind. You can give me your cell phone number. <laughs> Tomfoolery will ensue. It certainly does. Uh, that's all for me. All right. That brings us to Trevor. All right. Uh, last Friday, went to the range with Snuffleupagus. To so Snuffleupagus go- has a YouTube channel. Do you know that? Did he start a YouTube channel? I He did. I think it was primarily to leave a comment on one of my videos because he left it as Snuffleupagus. And I was like, <laughs> come on. That's not really who I think it is. So I, I replied, is this the Snuffleupagus that I think I know it is through Trevor? He goes, it's me, buddy. I'm like, ah, cool. Hey, man. <laughs> So yeah, but did it really happen, or did it, you just imagine it? I probably imagined it because Snuffleupagus isn't real. Well, that's what my friends keep telling me because nobody seems to have met him. But uh, I <laughs> well, think he's I, actually, I believe you. I believe. Yeah, the, you. You. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So hopefully he's going to come to the Steel Challenge again because that's the last time he was seen in public. I think. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. So Snuffy and I went to the range, both test firing some new stuff. He bought a forty caliber upper for. His SIG 229, is it whatever one's the compact, 229, 226, I can never remember. All I remember about SIGs is how much I don't like them. Right. Uh, but it worked great and accurate and uh, 100% reliable, so he enjoyed that very much. And he liked the little extra snap. And I was out test firing the Q 
100 from Grand Power for the first time. So for the listeners that don't know, uh, David Copping and Grand Power sent me a um, Q100 9mm striker-fired pistol to test and evaluate for the show. So last Friday was the first time I had it out to see how it ran, and it ran really well. I forgot about the lack of flipperosity as a result of a rotating barrel. So where most barrels have a link and a pin, uh, everything is kind of a takeoff on John Moses Browning's design, even like a CZ is a copy of it, a high-power Browning and, and, uh, and a 45. They're all pretty much the same. The barrel tips back and unlocks uh, when the slide comes back. Well, the rotating barrel does not do that. It stays on the same plane and just rotates to come out of battery instead of unlocking and tipping down. So, of course, that's going to result in less flipperosity. And um, it's not just a theory, it's true. There's video of me shooting the gun in an Ipsic match on Sunday on Slamfire, and you can see for yourself the gun is flat. There's a, a significant lack of flipperosity there. The trigger, um, I got used to the trigger pretty quick on Friday. I made a couple of videos and got some suggestions for some uh, free software to download because my computer doesn't have Windows Movie Maker on it, so I need some kind of free software to throw these two clips together. So I took out some range video. Magazines. <laughs> magazine editing software. Yeah, I need to I need to edit my magazines together, not my movie clips. So anyway, um, uh, yeah, loving it. It's uh, pretty wicked. The trigger, again, uh, different, but in the match, it served me really, really well. I made a transition from paper to steel, and Larry Shriver was my arrow, and he looked at me and he said, you don't have to answer me, but that was the fastest transition I've ever seen in my life. Did you do that on purpose? He, he thought I had basically had an AD, and I didn't because, <laughs> you know, I just went paper, steel. The, the, everything with the trigger happens right up front, so... I'm not really sure if it would be suitable for self-defense or carry because if you're in time, if you trained with it, sure, I guess it could be. But if you uh, just jumped into this gun and you were used to shooting like a heavy trigger puller or a revolver or something, uh, the prep is all up front. So you'd end up making it go off before you were ready. But uh, in the match, it was great because... You could have the the what would normally be the worst trigger pull in the world. It wouldn't matter by the time the you start putting trigger pressure on the trigger, the trigger breaks. You don't have time to flinch or move or anything. So, um, I'm pretty. We cool. should invent it. We should invent a trigger that breaks randomly, either in the front or in the middle or in the back. Yeah, that you, way well, you would never know when it's going to go off. Actually, what that would probably end up doing is make you flinch no matter what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you pick well, up the gun, you flinch. Is this thing going off or what? <laughs> there, there are. <laughs> There are electronic triggers on timers for both guns yep. and archery. Yep. And that's the theory behind it, just what you said, yeah. So I also got out and I chronographed, uh, chronographed some new uh, ammo, uh, 9mm, 125-grain X-Metal. I got a recipe to try, and it was 138 power factor. So Ooh. that's why, that, hey, you know, a little warm. But warm? I did notice, yeah, I did notice in the Q100, so I took it to the to the match. So when you see me running that gun in the match, I'm running 138 power wow, factor. Wow, you could drop 10 off of that and still be fine. Exactly, yeah. So, um, you know, like, 
when it comes to power factor, I tell people in, in production, load for 130 because you can't tell the difference in five power factor. But oh, the no. Graph, but, the, but the crony can. That's right. So stay on the side, the safe side. But 138, yeah, I think That's I probably would notice. Yeah. 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 So, and then I shot my first outdoor match of the season on Sunday. I finished second behind Matt Lorette with a 93.06. So I got a little cocky last week when I said I was going to win anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I thought didn't. it was a yeah, I thought it was a lot closer than that. Matt yep. gave up quite a bit of points, but I gave up a, a bit of time. So, yeah. but what was cool is Matt was running the new Smith and Wesson MMP2. Uh, the trigger is a lot better, but really, all they did was they made a very distinct audible reset. And one of the complaints of the MMP trigger was yep. you, yeah, no reset, right? Well, it's it's definitely there now. It's it's loud and clicky like a Glock. Um, as far as creep and over travel and stuff, it's good. It's all good. Um, yeah, so the videos from the match are on our Facebook page and my Instagram account, so you can follow me on Instagram. You have an Instagram? You see the, I do, yeah. Yeah, he does. What is an Instagram, anyway? It, I'm not really sure, Matthew, but I just put pictures and videos of guns on it. That's right. Yeah, cool. so, yeah. Uh, I did some more 9 mil reloading. I backed the powder powder charge off a little bit because I got a match on Sunday again, but this time in Halifax. And I am learning to use practice score. We just like I realized looking at the budget for SummerSlam that I spent enough last year. And Matthew, you've been helping me with SummerSlam since I took over as match director. And one of the things that you always help me with is the uh, managing of the paper. Yep, and there's you, a you, lot of it. There's a lot of paper. Like here's some quick numbers. You have ten stages. 10 guys, or 10 stages, 10 squads, 10 shooters. 10 times 10 times 10. That's a thousand sheets of paper that need to be. Mm. That's managed. if nobody loses a sheet of paper or screws it up. Right. And then yeah. to. To, then you got to turn that paper into data. Somebody has to manually input all those numbers into the Win MSS scoring program. And I mean, God love Atlanta. She's been our stats lady since before I was in the club. And it's an, in big summer slams, she actually takes stuff home and works on it at home and then comes back to the range the next day and keeps working all day. And we've got a guy or a girl on a, on a four-wheeler or a golf cart chasing the squads down constantly for their score sheets so she can keep up with it. Um, we've been aware of a program called Practice Score for a while. Adriel, you probably have only ever worked in Practice Score. Is that correct? No, I've done paper as well. You've done paper as well. Okay. I don't do a sheet per shooter per stage, though. I do like one sheet that has uh, all shooters' scores for. Well, I've only done like up to five stages, but you can fit right. up, like all their scores in one sheet, kind of thing. Yeah, for a major match, like you'll get a stack of score sheets with your name on it for all of the stages you're going to shoot. Oh. So when you get to stage seven, Matthew's keeping score. He'll say, all right, everybody, I need your stage seven. So everybody will go through their stack of score sheets, find stage seven, rip it off, give it to Matthew. Then Matthew has to collate that into the, or the shooting order for that particular stage, which is different from the one before, and it'll be different again because there's a rotation, right? So practice score does everything for you. But the most amazing thing about practice score is that when the match is done, Every squad had a tablet, and all of the squad's scores are on the tablet. They bring all the tablets to the, to the match director. He hits synchronize, and all the scores end up on the master tablet, and he hits results, and boom, the match is done. Scored. And, we, and yeah. we know who won the second that it's over. That's awesome. So, yeah. So it was time for Restigush to, uh, to get out of the Dark Ages and stop killing a forest in Brazil. And Aww. I realized... <laughs> Yeah, I know. That that forest really needed to die. 
It, I know. We'll find. Well, you know what we'll do? We'll get McDonald's to cut it down so they can put beef cattle on it I for their beef. crappy hamburgers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hamburgers. So, I mean, we're, I'm not saying don't kill the forest. I'm just saying stop wasting it on paper. God. Right. Yeah. You know, at least cut the trees down and burn them. So, <laughs> uh, with some plastic, of course. Um, I realized that I spent as much last year on score sheets as I would have on a handful of tablets. Seriously? So, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, so but you don't throw the tablets away when you're done. It's kind of like arrows in archery. You get them back oh, after you, you shoot them. What? You can use the tablets over and over, Matthew. What? I've been yeah, doing no, this wrong. Yeah, you've been just putting the scores in the tablet and throwing it in the trash. Well, the I find out the results and I chuck it out. I mean, what's it good for after I find out the score? I mean, another match. Used up at that point, isn't it? No? Nope, another match. Yeah. Huh. They have a battery that you can recharge and everything. They certainly do make <laughs> terrible paper airplanes. <laughs> they don't fold so well. So anyway, um, yeah. And um, so the tablets are ordered, and um, I'll be ordering some more and get a full club set. I'll be borrowing some from other clubs so that I have enough for SummerSlam. So it scares the bejeez out of me. Because with a paper, with paper, you always have you have it. You have a hard copy. If something happens with the technology, oi! But I got yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, but how many? In. Yeah, consider how many clubs have, are using this now with like yes, no problems. Some of some Thanks. of them do uh, paper backup as well. Yeah, uh, the Nationals did just to give the shooter a stub to walk away with. Yeah, but like not you wouldn't do like a a page per kind of a thing. You just do yeah. like a real quick little note thing as a backup backup, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and the other thing, Matthew, is I've got shooters coming from all across Canada, and lots of them have practice score experience. So, yeah. by the time to use it exactly, by the yeah. time SummerSlam comes around, I should have the administrative side of it figured out. I've been working on it for a couple of days now. So, yeah, and I then build, building out the matches is the part that, uh, like, building out the stages and the full match uh, is the uh, is the tough part. Everything else is yeah, like that was, really that, smooth. That part was easy. Um, mm-hmm. And what's cool about practice score now, when I first saw practice score, Adriel, you had a choice. You either scored USPSA style or you mm-hmm. scored IDPA. So I started shooting IPSC matches that were scored on practice score. And when you'd go to the website, you were in limited, not standard, because limited was the USPSA equivalent of standard. We hadn't mm-hmm. gotten there yet. Now, the Steel Challenge match that we're going to have in, on June 3rd, we're scoring it on practice score because in practice score now, any shooting game that is major and shot around the world is in practice score. SAS is in practice score. Uh, Steel Challenge, USPSA, IPSC, uh, they're all there. So um, our debut with the tablets and, and, and trying it will be the Steel Challenge. I expect there'll be some hiccups. But anyway, so building, this, building this, uh, the stages and stuff is pretty easy. Stage one, uh, you, uh, the, the only thing I didn't re- know how to do at first, Adriel, was a no penalty miss target. So in other words, a disappearing target. But you you know, if you've got seven targets and one of them is a disappearing target, you put on in WinMS you would put seven uh, paper targets and one disappearing target. But in practice score, you put eight paper targets and then you hit edit. You pick the target that you're going to designate as disappearing, designate as a non a non penalty uh, miss target. And, and away you go. That was the only thing that I had to figure out that I had to make a phone call for. Everything else is pretty intuitive. So my concern is going to be, you know, and I've actually, what I've done, I've created a couple of matches, created squads, squatted people in them, and then scored it, just sat in front of the TV and added everybody's scores, just made it up as I went, and then hit the results and just to, just to practice, right? The first time you figure it out shouldn't be on the range. So I'll do that well, a few and, more times. And, and test the... Uh 
the multiple tablets synchronizing to the master tablet too. Yes, everything was ordered today. As soon as it gets in, I'm going right back to the range and I'm hooking up the hub because the hub is uh, it's a network hub, a D-Link type thing. And mm-hmm. even though there's no actual Wi-Fi as in getting you on the internet, they speak to each other and synchronize each other with the with your Wi-Fi. Yep. So it's AC, but I keep an inverter in the truck. So I'm going to go out there and uh, and test it on site for sure and see what kind of snags I come up with. And then I picked up my SKS today from um, my gunsmith and reassembled it and installed the Matador Arms uh, magazine release. This is a cool little device. It works like a hinge, in, like a hinge. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not an engineer, but basically, <laughs> we all know that the uh, mag release on a SKS is just straight pull, and it's just a latch that allows the mag to swing on a hinge. And then on an AR, it's a push button. So there's some there's some levers inside the magazine release that allows you to push a button, which pulls on a hinge or pulls on a on a latch. So. I guess it's witchcraft in there. I'm not sure exactly it's how it works. Probably witchcraft. Yeah, no, you nailed it. Witchcraft yeah, it's, for sure. It's it's not levers and angles no. and stuff. No, it's witchcraft. It's definitely. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, and then uh, I had my gunsmith cut the barrel down to 18 and a half inches and rethread it for the matted arms hammerhead break. So now the SKS with the break on it, because an SKS barrel is 20 inches. When it was threaded, and I put the 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 break on, well, it made for a really long rifle. Um, now, since it's been cut, the overall length of the rifle is pretty much the exact same as my three gun rifle, which is a little longer. It's got a 18 and a half inch barrel on it as well. So with the comp, it now sits the, the exact same length as an SKS in its standard factory configuration. So, yeah, so it's done. Cool. Um, uh, I'll probably get it refinished later on. I'm going to get the other one refinished first. Uh, I'll drag this to the charity shoot if anybody wants to, to see it and stuff. And check out the Matador Arms products firsthand, and see how they work and stuff. So sweet, yeah, that's awesome. Um, it is awesome. What about you, there, McClicky? Did you get anything done? No, it's been raining nonstop here, and it's been crap. I see. So, yeah. nice. All right, just live vicariously through you. That's because he'll melt because he's made of sugar. I am. Yes, yes. he is sweet. I am a melter. Yes. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to upcoming events, and uh, they're all the same as they were last week. Excellent. Is that, is that good? Can, I, can we do much. that? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no new ones, right? There are no new ones. I didn't oh, put I one could, in there. I could. Did you? Oh, do I yours. did. The I Silver did. Willow Sporting Clays in Carstairs, Alberta. There's a yes. Ladies Learn to Shoot on May 21st from 8.30 to 1.30, so breakfast and lunch are included. Cost is $95. If you're interested, go to Silver Willow Facebook page, and the link is there to sign up. So that's cool. Yep. Thank you to Jason Filch for sending that in. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I can do the three-gun ones. Yeah, do that. Uh, this weekend, the Mighty Peace three-gun and the Chaz three-gun are both on on Saturday. Uh, I'll be at that Saturday one. Uh, the Northwest three-gun is coming up in a week, like on the uh, 20th. That's uh, just over in Smithers, B.C., and then the Prince Albert Pistol and Rifle Club is doing a three-gun event uh, May 13th. Uh, so that's all the three-gun events that are coming up here. Cool. If my name was Monty and I lived in Smithers, I would move. <laughs> we um, we should probably, Matthew, mention that uh, we only, we're only we down to one spot available for our class now. And that one spot is on day one. Day two remains sold out. Yep. And payment was due, what, January. Well, pay, yeah, you could pay 
back in as early as January, but now it's right. due by the end of the month. Right. And, and so the, by June, by June first, we should have your money. And if we don't, we're going to assume that uh, you you don't want to come anymore. Want, yeah. So that's cool, which is no big deal. But we we do have a waiting list for for day two. So if if you're coming to day two and you haven't paid yet, send that in, or else you're going to lose your spot, unfortunately. I was going to say it a lot nicer than that. I was just going to simply say payments due and move on. But, you know, you want to guilt them and stuff. That's cool. Well, well, yeah. No, I just, you know, I, no, no, I understand true. how these things work, right? You got <laughs> you got to tug at the heartstrings and the purses, t- heart purses. Yeah, no. you're tugging on the Purse, purses, purse heartstrings. Strings. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Hey, upper um, guys are coming is basically what yeah, you said. Yeah, the baseball bats, we like to keep those like, <laughs> we don't, yeah, but we probably won't use them this year. Okay. Probably. Oh, baseball bats? No. <laughs> no. Golf clubs. I uh, I want to give an update on the Steel Challenge, uh, okay. just to ch- something that we're doing differently with the rules this year. Uh, moving more and more towards, even though it's still fun, we're moving more and towards toward more towards official Steel Challenge rules every year. So this year, all starting positions will be the surrender position, which is the official start position for Steel Challenge. Oh, really? And, I didn't know that. Yep. That's yep. cool. And, I like my. That's my favorite position is surrender position. Mm-hmm. That sounds probably like it could be taken wrong ways, but um, I really I I find it. I'm gonna faster. tell Jewel that. Yeah, she's gonna enjoy that to hear. <laughs> oh, um, I find it faster to drop my hand down to my gun to grab it than it is to bring my hand up to grab it because I always end up bringing my hand up and then back down onto my gun anyway. Now, I see with the Glock, not... I didn't, but with the 1911 or the 10 Fulgio, anything with the safety, I do do it that yeah. way. And you're right, Matthew. When it's, you can come straight to the gun, yep. you get a much better purchase on the gun right Absolutely. away the first time. Yep. 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 And I think that's why Steel Challenge does it because Steel Challenge is drag racing with a gun. It's that's all about go fast. How right? fast so, can you go? Yeah. I just exactly. I've never liked the idea of pulling my gun out of the holster without having a good solid grip on it first. Like I've seen guys do it. I know it can be done, but I've always just envisioned that gun just flipping through the air because I fumbled yeah. it. Yep. So. Um, the other thing that we're doing differently this year is last year we only recognized um, iron sights, open, and revolver. This year we're going to div- we're going to still do open, still do revolver, uh, but then we're going to divide by calibers, major and minor. So if you're shooting a 40 or a 45, you're not going to have to shoot against somebody with a nine mil who may have downloaded his ammo to exactly 125. So are you going to have a chronograph there? Nope. Yeah, 125 is my power factor going to be for sure. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> Why did yeah. the bullet just barely hit the steel and fall <laughs> yeah. off intact? Don't know, yeah. but it uh, got there. So Because of Matthew's <laughs> ammo, we definitely have to paint because we can't hear it hitting. <laughs> so. So yeah, those are the two. Those are the two changes this year. We're going to divide up um, the guns by major and minor power factor, and all start to position will be um, from the surrender position. And if there's enough demand and enough notice, steel gun also does a 22 division that starts from the high ready, so that it's for novice new shooters who've never drawn from a holster. So I and I'm also pricing some new steel. I want to get enough for enough uh, legal, official steel to put on a legit, full-fledged, just like a sanctioned Ipsic match. I want to have a 100% authentic, legit steel match, and I want to have a steel match about once a month. So I talked to um, X-Mental Targets, and they said what we do is we actually just have enough for four stages. We shoot four, we stop for lunch, and then we set up the next four. Hmm. 
And and that's great if you don't have a whole pile of guys. If you've got 40 people yeah. showing up, well, there's a lot of waiting, right? I'd yeah. like to be able yeah. to move people around. So, yeah. Yep. So, more steel. Cool. Steel is awesome. I like steel. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Well, then I guess it's time for the news. This week, the news is brought to you by Adriel. <laughs> but right. next week, maybe by He's somebody back. else. <laughs> uh, North Silva is uh, bringing in the Axor MF1 and MF2 shotguns. These are Turkish semi-autos. They're kind of similar to uh, uh, BR-99 or Aduria or something like that. Um, those are those AR-15 looking guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How many are they going to make? Six When's more. Gonna... Six yep. more. I mean, come on. But at least. There are a lot of them. People like them, do... though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, if people yeah. are buying them, keep making them. I don't care. It's just a lot of brands. Like mm-hmm. the same uh, gun. How many are there? there? Yeah, there's, there's, there's. Yeah, that's I terrible. Imagine, like a... imagine like an AR 15. Like only what? one company makes that. What? So yeah. makes yeah, sense. Like, I mean, why would you have more than one company making the same imagine gun? Imagine they, they weren't compatible. <laughs> Because the mags, the bags aren't compatible between. Yeah, all that's ways. that does exactly. that, that does suck. Yeah, that that yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well, we Matthew, did, we simply need one of the NATO companies to adopt this as their official shotgun, and then we'll get NATO mil spec on them all. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyways, those are neat. Uh, the next one I have <laughs> yeah. here is. Uh, yep, uh, they're neat. Moving on. Nordic C8 Marksman uppers. has some uh, yeah some C8 uppers for sale. So they're if probably uh, gone already. I'm just I'm waiting for the C9s. Wait, C4. C4. That's what I was C10? waiting for. Dang it, C4. <laughs> those look really good. Yeah. Yeah, so they've uh they got some of those. Uh yeah, you're right. They're they're probably gone by now. But if they're not, take a take a look. Uh we just mentioned at the start of the show here, but the Calgary Shooting Center has some gray Glock 17s at 780 bucks, which uh yeah, those if are interesting. If you're looking for a Glock, that's a good way to get a Glock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Gen 4 for 780 like um, I'm I'm really glad that Glock's uh, pricing is going down because they just weren't competitive with everything else, right? Yeah. Uh, this this next one's really interesting. Wanstalls has some fusion Wan? firearms. Yeah, Wan. Wanstalls nailed it. Wanstalls, Wanstalls? no Wan. Wanstalls. You're going to call you the Wan <clears throat> Wanbilance. Ambulance. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, this this will uh, you'll you'll have to use the ambulance after you shoot this thing. Uh, the Fusion Firearms 1911 460 Roland kits. Ooh. So, so if you wanted to shoot 460 Roland out of your 1911, this is kind of the kit to use. Uh, they come with what's this? What's the pr- spring on there? 26 pound. <laughs> 26 pound recoil spring. <laughs> It's pretty, uh, pretty beefy. Uh, these will work on most of your like really, really standard 1911s. Like even the the Nork uh, 1911s, they'll uh, they'll work on. Uh, so if you want something that's gonna put out some beefy power, uh, there's your option. Man, beefy uh, yeah. power, that drop of beef. Here, in, in <laughs> other words, if you're gonna do this, do it on a Nork because when it comes apart, you'll only be out 300 bucks, not 3,000 if you put it on your Ed Brown. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I mean, like, if if we could hunt in Canada, this would be a sweet conversion oh, yeah. for your 1911 to make. Imagine it into, shooting like, gophers just... in the face with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just like five percent of the energy goes into the gopher and ninety-five into the the dirt behind it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah. That's crazy. You have to do a groundhog, not a gopher. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Need more body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Need more body Need to more, stop the bullet. More mass. <laughs> Uh, Iron Guns has got the uh, PSA uppers and lowers now. They're bringing those into the country. 
Uh, those are well liked in the U.S. for for like a real uh, inexpensive but decent quality uh, AR-15. Cool. Uh, Spectre Ballistics just finished another batch of their hex brakes. Uh, those are those brakes that work on 223 rifles or uh, CZs. You can run them on a 762x39, uh, or they also have a 223 version that works with that. I think the CZ, 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 whatever. CZ, yeah, pick. you had it right the, every time you said Z. Yeah, it's got <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little like pin in there that uh, that kind of indexes the brake and, and kind of holds it in, so it doesn't use a, a barrel nut or anything like that. And uh, these work with that pin. So if you're looking for a brake for and and 45 bucks is is cheap in terms of brakes for. Uh, uh, for these kinds of rifles, even an AR, I think uh, the next, like, I don't know if w- what you guys have seen. I think the Michelec break is the cheapest other break I've seen, and it's 80, 90 bucks. So, very inexpensive break. Uh, Calgary Shooting Centers, uh, Calgary Shooting Centers, Calgary Shooting Center uh, has got the Swiss Arms Classic Green Rifles back in stock. Oh, no so, way. Yeah, if you were uh, if you were looking for those and you're worried that they weren't coming into the country again, looks like they're bringing them in again. That's cool. And, uh, they are back on the shelves. Those are those are fun guns. I remember when uh, uh, buddy there, uh, yeah, Tom, he sent me his to make a video review, and that was a fun gun to play with. I liked it. Accurate as all heck, eh? Oh yeah, accurate. The only the only downside is it's not light. No, no, it's a battle rifle. It's a battle it's rifle. It's heavy. All out battle rifle, but it. I mean, I would have no problem beating somebody over the head with that, and being sure and they're not need- getting back up. You need the adapter to to run AR mags, and and that yes. shouldn't be a requirement. But here in Canada, although like you want to try running that in action shooting or something like that, well, oh, you got yeah. five round mags, so you got to run the AR adapter on there, so you, so can, you can put uh, the pistol mags in. Yeah, pistol what's the market like for optic mounts for that thing? Uh oh, I should know this. Uh, you can put a rail on them, like they. Yeah. It, I don't think it comes with a rail, but they are railable. Railable? Pretty sure yep. that's yeah. No, they're railable. Yep. Oh, yeah, the rail. Well, at least yes. the one that I had that uh, Tom sent me had a rail on it, so I don't know. Here we go. It's it's like the word rideable, but it applies to guns instead rail. of other things. Yeah. Railable. Yeah. It's like railable. A, train, a train is railable. Yeah, the tracks are railable. The train yeah. is train's rideable. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. <laughs> so, right. Adrian, what did, did you guys you, think I meant? I don't know what did you think we meant. <laughs> railable? <laughs> Show about right. nothing, they're, huh, Kelly? They're, they're, they're not available in our area. Available. Uh, All right. The uh, next one here is the uh, Iron Guns has just uh, announced that the K&M Arms M17S-C is approved with a non-restricted FRT. Uh, This is a Bushmaster M17, which is basically an AR-15, but bullpup. So very much the like the magazine release is very is is where an AR15 magazine release would be. It's and, back uh, on the stock, not next to the trigger guard. Uh-huh. It's back on the stock. It's exactly where it would be where on it an would AR15. Be on an AR15 on the Magwell. Mm-hmm. Not in front of yeah. See, it depends yeah. on what you yeah. decide. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Doesn't make it any less lame. <sighs> no. Well, uh, so I don't know. So uh, this this is actually the the M17 one uh, had some issues getting hot and that kind of thing. Uh, this K&M Arms one uses an extruded aluminum, like a single monolith upper receiver on it, uh, so it shouldn't heat up, um, and it should also uh, be light and strong and whatever. 
but uh, uh, I'm, I'd be curious to see what the accuracy is on this because, again, a, a lot of our non-restricted 223 semi-auto, even bullpup rifles here in, in Canada, don't really, like, they're not MOA accurate. Uh, they're uh, primarily... The which Tavor ones? is. Some of them the Tavor can is not be, MOA tip- accurate. Typically, no they're way. not. Come though. on. None of the ones that I've shot are. Well, I have, you I have yet to right see way. an MOA accurate Tavor. I've, really? like, typically, I'm seeing two to three out of them. Which, like, two to three is good, but good. you can't you can't shoot a coyote at 300 yards with a, a three MOA rifle. No. No. So, I don't know. That's what I'm curious about this. Because personally, like, if I could find a, a semi-auto 223 that uh Yeah, but that this was is 7.62. Accurate, this is a 308. Uh, they're bringing in a 7.62 by a 51, like a 308 barrel and assembly. But they're also doing a 223 version. Oh, because this says here that it was approved with the non-restricted with... 308. Oh, no, no, it doesn't. Is this no, just the 308 one coming in? Approved? That's my understanding. Nope, 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 nope. There's a period there. Nope. 20-inch yeah. barrel, so 308. This is written like real. a slam fire email. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right, Adriel. I think it is 556 and two and, and 308's available later. Uh, yeah, and so the, the 308's another, well, I don't know. I'm not going to hunt with a bullpup 308, but uh, some people out there might want to. Yeah. And uh, if it's if it's based on the AR action... Uh, maybe it'll be more accurate. Maybe it'll like it's direct impingement. Uh, it's got uh, you know, rotating bolt head, all, all the good stuff that makes a, an Air 15 really accurate. Maybe it'll uh, it'll be a more accurate 308. Maybe because we had the uh, RFB here in Canada for a while, but again, same issue. It's it's not as accurate as a as a really good bolt action rifle. Yeah. So maybe this one will be. That's the. Maybe. I mean, the, that's always going to be the. Achilles heel of the semi-auto is getting it to be super accurate and you really need to pay attention to all kinds of things to make a semi-auto accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what what is it they easy. say oh. of, a, of a rifle, that, of a semi-auto rifle that can either, you pick two, inexpensive, accurate, or reliable. Mm. You, you can pick two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I tend to uh, agree. I mean, for 300 bucks, you can get a Savage Axis yeah, in two two three, and you're going to be shooting ammo away all day long. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, and it's that's just there. There's nothing around the, in the semi-auto world uh, for less than what five times that price. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, um, the thread continues on here on the second page. It says uh, someone found a, a YouTube review on this gun where the guy was shooting three quarters to an inch and a half at a hundred yards. Well, that's very so promising. That that looks like it probably has some some hope. Yeah. Yeah, can't trust everything on YouTube though. I saw one guy do a, a video on on an SKS review, and he was trying to make the viewers believe that he was shooting three quarter MOA groups with it, which is <laughs> laughable. <laughs> laughable. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't know. Too many people like shoot a group and think like, oh, that's that's the accuracy of this rifle. One time, it it just so happened to shoot a half MOA group, and therefore my uh, my Canadian Tire hunting rifles is uh, half MOA. Yeah, yeah, no, probably not. Probably no. not. <laughs> no, you need uh, you need you need some solid data before you can uh, call something a, a half MOA rifle. You need several groups to prove it. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a thread on CGN where that where. Uh, you know, you say, "Oh, you got a half MOA rifle. Prove it. Let's see. Shoot it. five yeah. groups on yes. one piece of paper, with and no, that's where people with, start yeah, falling down, right? right? They, mm-hmm. they get out to the range. They they fire their five groups on the paper. Oh, actually, three of them are terrible, and only two yeah. of them were okay. Yeah. It's like, well, and that's you know, 
just a lucky group before. That's Anyways, right. I'll stop my rant on No, uh, no, on it's a good rant. I, I internet like accuracy. I don't see I why there are so I many don't. people who, who put like their own – it's like you're – if their rifle's not accurate, somehow it reflects poorly on them. It's like, yep. oh, I have to make my my rifle look more accurate than it really is. Like, why? It, yep. it is what it is, right? You don't need to yep. prove that it's better than. It, yeah, I think no, it's they invest their yeah. People invest their ego into yeah. their stuff. Yeah, like what? yeah, yeah. What? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, somebody doesn't like so the many color of my rifle, truck. Uh, it's okay. I didn't paint it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I got so many uh, hunting rifle reviews on YouTube, I get that all the time. People saying, like, yeah, get half of them away out of this thing all the time. It's like, no, you don't. No, if you got half of them away out of that ones. thing all the time, you would be able to win, like, precision rifle championships with that thing. You are not getting half of them away, like, regularly out of your, whatever, your, Ruger American. Your, and your tactical scope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, it's just... Uh, it's annoying, but yeah, I, I, that's why I like those uh, those accuracy challenges because if you can put five groups in half an inch on uh, on one piece of paper, well, now well, we're talking. now we're talking about something. That's yeah. right, yeah. Adriel, keeping it real. Boom, <laughs> boom, truth bombs. Anyways, truth I'll bombs. stop my rant. <laughs> rant over. All right. Well, that was going to be the main topic. Your rant. Oh, my well, rants just aren't was. as long as Trevor's though. <laughs> we need to we need to poke Trevor again and see if we can get him to bring us into a main topic of some sort. It doesn't work like that. It has to be organic. I'm not a monkey. I just don't dance for you when you feel like it. I know, right? I hate that. I was I was talking to somebody at school the other day, and I said some terrible, hilarious joke, and they thought it was hilarious. And so they told one of the students, hey, tell Mr. McClatchy to tell you a joke. He's got so many of them, they're all hilarious. And so they come up, hey, tell us a joke. We heard you're funny. I'm like, no. Nope. Dance, monkey, dance. Nope, not funny at all, actually. Go to class. <laughs> Rather. class. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So no dancing monkey today then? Shut up. No. No. But I could ask. So I I got to set up uh, uh, a stage, a shotgun stage potentially this evening for three gun. Uh, what are some of your like? What are some of your evil thoughts for uh, a shotgun shotgun only stage for three gun? Effed up shooting positions. Make them get that long gun around a corner or like Matthew and I had this one stage one time. I, Matthew and I, I say that because we're the only two that figured this out. <laughs> it was a pistol shotgun stage, and your shotgun was in a barrel, and you had to shoot it through a low port, and then you had to shoot pistol targets through the low port. So the rule says a firearm is abandoned if you get more than a meter away. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Matthew and I grab the shotgun out of the barrel, we go down to the low port, we shoot the targets through the low port with the shotgun, and then we just lay the shotgun in front of us with the safety on, draw the pistol, and shoot the pistol targets. Everyone else on the match stood up, put the barrel, put the shotgun back in the barrel, and then went back down with their pistol. So, you know, um, stuff like that. Creative shooting positions with a shotgun is always fun. Now, are you going to be slug targets or, or uh, paper targets or what? Like steel, uh, steel, 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 or steel knockdown, shot, you know. all birdshot. But it'll be like steel knockdown. Shot. We've got a Texas star. We've got a, a spinner or two. So force him to shoot left-handed stuff. somehow. Oh, that killed me last time. We had to shoot left-handed. It was like totally alien on shotgun. I can do it on an AR or a pistol, but on the yeah. shotgun, it just killed me. Yep. Depending on the rules, there's one of the long guns you're not supposed to shoot off hand. I'm only familiar with USPSA. I don't know what you guys are using, but well, with a, with an a um. With your rifle, you you can run to difficulties making people shoot offhand with a, a T97 or something like that because they'll they'll catch yeah. brass in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. 
Yeah, that'd be um, fun. <laughs> prone, prone with a shotgun. We've done that before. Ooh, that's yeah, that's, oh, that's fun. Tough too. Yep. We had to yeah shoot from underneath a wall at steel plates that were laying on the ground, well standing on the ground. Yeah, yeah, maybe some low ones. That'd be mm-hmm. good. It's gonna be, and of course, it's gonna be nice this weekend too. Shotgun stages are won and lost on reloading, so round count matters. Yeah, maybe some high round count ones. But Those not... always benefit me because I've got like a ton of shell carriers. What but you standing... need to do is you need to put targets close enough together that they might think they might be able to hit them both with one shot, but they can't, and so they waste a bunch of shots shooting between the target, thinking they're gonna get them both. <laughs> Texas yeah, Star. Cool. Make sure that they don't just shoot the middle and make all the plates <laughs> and they fall. all fall off. Yeah, <laughs> we've so, had that happen before. <laughs> once, and then we learned, and then we started to put a no shoot in front of the Texas Star. Yep. Yeah, I've, I've actually wanted to uh, uh, either you run two Texas Stars and paint all of the all of one uh, like one of the plates uh, no shoots, and then spin them both. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that you get like uh, your yeah. array of like shoots and no shoots like right in front of each other, kind of a thing. That would be terribly um, diabolic. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Well, the issue is it never spins the same for everybody, and it's supposed to be the same for everybody so that it's a shooting contest and not a luck of the draw contest. Well, Look you can. You, Mr. Debbie Downer. Get off this show. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can, you can uh, put them at rest. If you put the arms at rest in the same spot, yep. uh, then, That'll work. then they'll get it the same every time. But most people shoot, most people shoot a Texas Star differently. Some people will shoot, like, on the side and they'll wait for the arms to move into place and just keep blasting in one spot. Yeah, some that's what I like shoot. to call wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you, there's some people who will shoot, that, like on a shotgun, you can do that and do it fast. Um, some people will shoot the top so that uh, the weight is still at the bottom and there's not much movement with it, and that way they're just moving the gun and the mm-hmm. plates aren't moving as much. Uh, and some people will shoot the very bottom one, and that thing will be ripping around, <laughs> and they'll try to make their shots, uh, um, usually unsuccessfully, but uh, it's a strategy. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, that was some good ideas I think I'll try some of those start, you guys always start with uh, shotgun at the low ready uh, no we've uh, we've started all sorts of stuff We've. Uh, you should start we've... with the shotgun disassembled <laughs> <laughs> this is the Canadian one the oh, shotgun yeah. disassembled and cased <laughs> yeah cased and trigger locked everybody's oh, shotgun actually... is cased and trigger locked Cased and trigger locked would be hilarious. That's oh, a great idea. Maybe. Mm. No, and it can't a be a horrible idea. It's the Canadian home the defense Canadian, yes. stage. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a door too, so we could do like you got to run through the door, like pull your <laughs> pull your shotgun out of the case, and then pull it back out through the door and shoot the back. <laughs> I like it. Mm. And the the shells will just be in like a plain old box of shells that you have to rip open and start firing, <laughs> like feeding into your shotgun. Yep. Oh, nasty. Nasty, nasty. <laughs> so why is that a bad idea, Trevor? Oh, because, you know, my focus is always on the shooting challenge, not the uh Oh, yeah, the but they're doing, they're doing, yeah, or, but they're doing this for fun, though. It's a, it's a fun yeah. match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm telling you what's fun for me. That's right. why I think it's a horrible <laughs> idea, because I wouldn't find, right. I wouldn't find un- uncasing and un, because then it turns into an uncasing, unlocking. Right. So, I don't so you don't want to be a well-rounded individual. Yeah, I that, that, I don't that's... mind a loading. Loading is a very important skill. So starting with a shotgun uh, empty with the slide forward, yeah, have at it. Nah, right? I'm with Adriel. I want to see these guys. I want to see these guys uncase and uh, untrigger lock. I think that's a great <laughs> idea. I think it's hilarious. Got to remember your combo. 
There was one match. <laughs> well, there was a match actually that um, Koski was talking about one time, and uh, you had to unlock the gun case, and it was just a you didn't know which key it was, and it was a like five keys that were all the same on a ring tossed oh, on the table. That would be terrible. Be- yeah, because you That's you could get lucky less. and grab the right key, or you could get unlock and grab the wrong one. But what you do, Angel, is you start with the guys like. 10, 10 meters away, looking at the combination written on a piece of paper on the wall that they can't bring with them. And then they have to run down, remember what the combination is, and put it in. <laughs> yeah, that's not about shooting. <laughs> I know. I didn't say it was about shooting. I said it's about fun, making people's lives miserable. Well, you don't need guns to make people's lives miserable. Just well, get them if to you get listen married. to the liberal government, you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, just, play, just play, you know, marriage. That'll that'll there's your there's your contest. <laughs> Everything's a contest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, stage design. That was our main topic. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. That was. Yeah. There we go. And what yep. we ended up with was not much of a stage design. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Ideas though. Um, some of the ones we've run uh, shot shells all in just a, a bin, so not not on the belt or anything like that. Just mm-hmm. all in a bin. Uh, yep. That was even for everyone, and that that kind of like reinforced that reloading ability, just not reloading from the belt or anything like that. Uh, a little bit more fair for some of our shooters who don't have like a whole pile of shell carriers. Um, yeah, we've run uh, uh, hot. We've run them uh, shotgun start unloaded, um, both. So lots of uh, lots of experience on both of those. I don't know. Yeah, maybe some prone ones. That'll be that'll be fun. Yes, it would. And some like tough uh, tough shooting positions. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, let us know how it goes. I look forward to it. Will do. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to listener feedback, and we don't have any of that either. So, somebody want to write us in right now? Tell us something. <laughs> give, give us a topic, maybe. Give us, yeah. Let us know what a topic could be. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so, so the listeners let us down, and with we no let email them down with no topic. There yes. you go. So See it how that really works. Is, it's a vicious circle. Had they emailed yep. us, we would have had a topic, and then we wouldn't yep. have had to have abused them with maybe. this last twenty minutes of jibber jabber. Maybe one of their emails could have been a topic. So there's no topic this week, and it's your fault, listener. It, it really is. <laughs> you really driving is. in your car right now going, oh, I was going to email them. Yep. This you is your fault. The, this is totally your fault. Yeah. You could have been the topic. You're yes. trying to push my buttons, aren't you? <laughs> I'm talking to you. I'm talking to the person driving who didn't email us. Well, speaking but of the person it's driving working. that didn't email us, but maybe he put in an iTunes review. Yeah, yeah there is an iTunes review. <laughs> Nice transition there, Kelly. Nice try. Nice attempt at taking over as lead host. Yeah, that wasn't subtle or nothing. Well, you see someone failing, you just want to like take take charge, right? Not me. Yep. I want to watch the world burn. I stand back and videotape. Uh, so, so, do we have a main topic this week? We should do a main topic. We should come up with something. Did we do this already? Not too late. No, I didn't. We'll just edit good. out all the three gun stuff. All right, yeah, let's yeah. pick a main topic now. All right, here we go. It's going to be listener feedback. Do we have any? Drones. And how you can <laughs> drones. <laughs> oh, I gotta bring my drone out to the next three gun shoot and do some video. That's a Bam. good idea. You should. That right. could be your stage. Shoot, <laughs> shoot the drone. Oh, <laughs> <Micro>. <laughs> that would get expensive fast. Oh yeah. Ah, oh, these ones are only forty bucks. Whatever. All right. Well, we did get an iTunes review, so thank you to Stacy for checking that and sending it in because Stacy is awesome. Yep. This one comes to us from Darkstar Electric, and he's from Canada, and he gave us five stars, and he titled it Keep It Up. 
And he says, I've been listening to SFR for a while now, and as many others, I can't wait for the next episode. Your podcast really is the highlight of my commute into and out of Calgary every day. You listen to us every day? Mm. Huh. We've got a lot of back episodes. That's yeah. true, we do. We are up, up to 205 here this week, so that's cool. All right. By far the best Canadian firearms podcast. At first, I was a little annoyed with Trevor's long-winded what you did in gun segment, and that's where it ends, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he continues on. He says, but I've come to really enjoy it. Also, I'm now considering buying an SKS or two. I can't believe I just wrote that. Jordan from Alberta. So, Trevor, you have turned another one. <laughs> yep. I've been selling a lot of FN, FN, FNSs, and SKSs. Yes, you have. I got to get some more of uh, those uh, Dominion Arms 1911s. Ah, oh, that yeah. thing is awesome. <laughs> you know, it what came did, out what great. Do you not like anymore, Trevor. And we got to just get you one, and then we got it. Yeah, turn we, just, <laughs> we got to get him a high point. I don't yeah. like I don't like plastic on guns that should have wood and wood on guns that should have plastic. Like if you put wood on an air, I'm not having it. SKS with plastic. It's not as yeah. The SKS like was really supposed to be wood. So yeah, again, you know, we've we've broken why, another one for you, man. You now you like plastic on wood guns. No, yes. I kept I have a SKS with a restored wood stock oh, refinished. Looks okay. beautiful. So because you have a Magpul furnitured AR, we can get you a wood furnitured AR now. No, no, well, no. See, logic's got to apply the, across the spectrum here, bud. The, the hypocrisy <laughs> is running thick right now, isn't it? Yep. I'm telling you, don't put don't look don't put plastic on a thirty thirty, and we're all good. Right. Well, you got to get one of those uh, Mossberg tactical lever actions then. No, no, I don't. No, you don't. That thing's an no. atrocity. I wouldn't even shoot a clown with one of those. That's, <laughs> that's how bad. That's pretty bad because you'd shoot a clown with almost anything. Anything. <laughs> I can't find any high point dealers around to, to make uh, this happen. We got to get them a high point, folks. I know. We got a high point laying around. There's probably one just sitting under the steps at the local library or something. <laughs> sure, the so gangbangers hang out, right? One well, of the this guys. article uh, that came up here says, uh, popular high points once smuggled to Toronto from the U.S. sell for 10 times as much. So there's some $1,500 high points. <laughs> this is actually a quality <laughs> firearm, Trevor. $1,500? Uh-huh. I'd be blessed to own one of these. Well, like Matthew said, I am collecting striker-fired pistols, and it is striker-fired. It is one. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm good, guys. So next week, Trevor's like, these high points are awesome. We've been missing out. <laughs> Blowback. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, are my wrists sore, though. <laughs> uh, all right. I think we're done picking on Trevor, aren't we? No. Time to pick on Kelly? No. Get, a, get an SKS. <laughs> get an, <laughs> and a 1911. All well, right. The 1911's not for everybody. It really it's, isn't. I mean... And, and and like I'm anybody younger year? than fifty really is not four. No, I I'm shooting it this year, but then I'm gonna go back to my tanfoglio because yeah. it doesn't it doesn't fit my hand well. It really doesn't. I committed to shoot classic for a year, right? I don't know why, but I did, so I'm going to. Um, but man, it's not for me. It's I like it. It shoots well. It's accurate, but it's not it's not nearly as comfortable as the plastic guns or the, especially the Tanfoglio. Nothing has fit my hand better than the Tanfoglio. Hmm. Have you tried a high point though? Because like they're pretty grippy and curvy and so um, you could leave us a five star review. We've got 150 <laughs> so far. Are you taking over? <laughs> See how that works? I don't just <laughs> I <don't try>. decide. 
Yeah, that but was he was mimicking you. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, like Trevor says, we've had a bunch of iTunes reviews in the past, and they're all awesome. You should send more. Any yes. shout-outs? No? Cool. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. So, I'm what? sorry. <laughs> yeah. Trevor. Uh, Trevor. No, those are old. Yeah, they are. They're last week's. Oh, I got one. Uh, Chad, for driving out to the uh, shoot over the, uh, what was that last weekend there? Uh, he drove his trailer out, and that was way easier than taking a bunch of whatever tents or whatever. Cool. But did he get you a sandwich? A sandwich. Yeah, mm, it's gonna be a sandwich. He brought a very. Oh, was that him or Will? Someone brought a very large sandwich that was like I don't know three or the four dag- meals in one. The Dagwood. <laughs> yeah, just a big, big old sandwich. Huh. Oh. All right, there's a shout out. Shout out to Will for yeah. him and the wife signing up for our course. There you go. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Can't wait to see Will again. He was cool. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess uh, so. No more shoutouts. Uh, Patreon supporters, we got Jonesy for a dollar this week, and also Ryan for five five six. So that's cool. Thanks, Jonesy and Ryan. You guys are awesome. Giddy up. Send us your address. Send us your address. You'll get stickers and uh, patches. So that's yeah. cool. And I guess that's it. So, good night. Good night. I guess uh, join some National Firearms Associations if you haven't already. Uh, go out and shoot some guns because they're awesome. Go on Gun Owners of Canada and check us out there because Trevor's bored. Uh, <laughs> like us on Facebook if you want or not. I don't care. Why is this stuff in italics? Are we supposed to read this? No. If it's in italics, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Fall for it every time. Every flipping time. All right. Well, Trevor? 70% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> All right, well, on that note, I guess that's the end of the show. Good night, San Diego. (laughs) (laughs) So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun. The two SKSs um, that I have, yeah, they're they're not made. Say that. Say that sentence again. <laughs> the two SKSs that I have, <laughs> it doesn't get old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but I do. Today she hit a pothole so hard she f-ing destroyed the tire. <gasps> really? Yep. I've done that. <clears throat> I got to go buy a new tire tomorrow because we're leaving town and then I'm leaving for Halifax with her car. So tire I rim. swear to. F- that with the Civic with the fart muffler from Canadian Tire, if I don't put a through his before the summer's over, it's going to be a miracle. This every day up and down the road with this little can, oh my God, I'm about ready to snap. Really? Well, that's not an outtake because it's just going to be a big, long bleep. It's all it would be. Just bleep. No, seriously. You like should a, do that. It's 1997. <laughs> Honda Civic hatchback, and he's got mag rims on the back. You jack up a Camaro, you jack up a Chevelle, you jack up a Mustang, you jack Chevelle? up five cars. Yeah, a Chevelle, That's not a Chevette. That was amazing. A Chevette oh, yeah. is just slightly worse than a Chevelle. Yeah, a Chevette. <laughs> is, yeah, yeah. I had a Chevette. <laughs> I always wanted one of those. There's nothing wrong with that, and it probably didn't have pinstripes on it, an Alpine stereo that cost three times more than the car. We yeah. call that a um, waste of money. A Valdemore speed. <laughs> no, it's a Valdemore speed kit. When your stereo costs more than your car, and you got mag rims and pinstripes, and one door oh, says "I did that," and the other door I says "Twa." Totally <laughs> what? Yeah.
I, I totally did that. Yeah. yeah, I guess, whatever, yeah. Oh my goodness, he is so high maintenance. How have I put up with him for 11 years? <laughs> <laughs> He's cute, that's why. It's true. <laughs> I mean, seriously, we've been gone all weekend. He wants me to to do his, his dress pants so he actually has something to wear to work in the morning. What is up with that? <sighs> Honestly. Jogging pants should be fine. He's high maintenance, Jewel. I know, that's what I said. Such a diva. I know. Oh, guess what I had on the way home from the match today? An aneurysm? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, Jewel. You know. Uh, it was cold and it was sweet. A root beer? It's a root beer! Oh, that's awesome, though, Kelly. I like where you went. <laughs> Starts with a, a, a fro and ends with a zoo. You did not. <laughs> you get I didn't have my phone, or I would have been like, "Hey, Jewel, you, <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you are dead to me." Oh, this you is are awesome. dead to me. I am Look. going to cut off. I am going to cut off the front of your cab, and you are going to wake up in your bed some morning with like. Mortar oil dripping all over it. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like she's planning this. Yeah, it's a little too much. Yeah. Jewel, mm-hmm. Jewel. I just Jewel. watched. I just watched Godfather one and two Obviously. in the last month. Like Obviously. seriously, yeah. it's my playbook. He he's he's <laughs> my, my mentor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don Corleone. Yes, that, like just call me Donna Corleone. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Uh, okay, Matthew's done stripping. He's uh, back to being clothed, so I guess I gotta go do some laundry stuff for him. Have domestic, fun. domestic responsibilities call. Yeah, domestic violence, whatever. What? <laughs> Same thing. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I recorded all that so I can go back and listen to it later. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> So now what? What's the show going to be about tonight? Stop. Or is that it? Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling yeah. it the Seinfeld show. It's the, the show, show about, about nothing. Nothing. Well, let's get to Don't you topic. hate airline food? Oh. <laughs> and what about those stewardesses? <laughs> All right. I don't see them stewarding anything. None of them are named Steward. Why are they called stewardesses? Oh, boy. The K&M M17SC. It's, uh, I'm pretty sure Armalite started making those, like had made those things. It's like a bullpup AR-15. Uh, but then these K&M guys uh, did an extruded aluminum upper for it. That's just way sexier. And uh, yeah, so it's a non-restricted bullpup AR. Yeah, I, I, you know, aside from the inherent flaws of the bullpup design, that's a it's a cool rifle. Where is it at in the news? Yeah, in yep. the news, the last link there. Last link, just announced today. Oh, my gunsmith got in one of those uh, M305s chambered in 762 by 39 He sent me a picture of the two rifles next to each other for comparison, mm-hmm. and they didn't just rebarrel these things. It's a whole new gun scaled down. 
Oh, cool. Well, I wonder what the weight's like on them. I will find out probably, tomorrow. Probably I just a couple be... weeks. <laughs> no, no, they're in. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got me. <laughs> You're such a <laughs> All right, I'm posting it to our Facebook conversation. <clears throat> posting what oh, now? I don't the picture of the rifle. Oh, I see. I don't want one. Non-restricted, 76.2. 76.2 by 39? Mm-hmm. That's, you know, it. it's a cool, if we didn't have stupid caliber restrictions, I'd be all over that. That would be a mm-hmm. perfect bush gun. AK mag? Oh, yeah. Be all over that. Mm-hmm. But the AK mag is so bloody heavy. It's all steel. Oh, yeah. I'm it, sure you can it, find shorter versions of it. Yeah, like, but it's another lame drawback to the AK what's platform. What's Magpul make? Magpul. Ah, that's right. Oh, yeah, Magpul makes something. Yeah. Getting a pin to five AK mag, just a third. Uh, a mag for AK mag would feel a little expensive. Who's uh, who's the host? That'd be me. I'm with my internet. Why is it lagging out? Oh my god, that thing is horrific. What the M17 thing? You're back. Why are you calling this thing an AR, Adriel? I don't think Adriel Hello? can hear you right now. Because oh. it's an AR. Yeah, he's got a. It's a bull pop. Yeah, I can hear you. It's there like you choppy though. There's it's a, a delay pup. or something. Yeah, it's not in. It, no, he we it's we did we did say a bullpup AR. We, I mean that's that is legitimately something we said. So there's that. But it's not AR ish. No, what yeah, it is it is a direct impingement bullpup oh. design based on the AR-15, but it has no parts in common, so it can act not actually be an AR-15, but it uses all AR-15 parts. It so does. It's what Armalite, Arma the manufacturer of AR originally designed this and this is just an update of it ah interesting well it looks so like it is an, an ar it's not an ar-15 though it's an ar-17 apparently ah <laughs> yeah there you go well it looks like an abortion and it's in 308 it no it doesn't it doesn't look like an abortion no that looks better than the what's that russian Norinko thing t97 yeah it looks better than t97 it's about on par it looks the, Better than a Tavor. It looks better than a FS2000. I, I, I disagree. Oh, there's a 10 round AK mag. Tavor, but I agree about the FS2000. Uh, Magpul, Adriel? Yeah. Magpul's got a little 10 rounder. Look at that little cute guy. You're a cute little guy. If I was here, I'd love your face. Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. It's out there. Jeez. Sexual harassment on the show here. Yeah, you like it. Speaking of which, oh my god. That is a people. cute little thing, isn't it? That's what she said? That's what Kelly, she quick, say that. <laughs> Did you see that <laughs> who put an AK safety on an AR-15? He took like... What one the, of the, why would you take the stupidest the, the stupidest yeah. safety and put it on a... Trevor, yeah, when you take... The, pic, oh, man. What? Tell me. So, two things. Yep. You take a picture of your SKS... Yep. First of all, it's blurry. Secondly, your CCFR sticker is upside down in the picture. Why didn't you spin your gun case around so your CCFR sticker was at least right side up? Because it wasn't photographing the CCFR sticker. But it's in the photograph. It is. and Quality. And you shouldn't yeah. use your flash either whenever you take pictures. Okay. Just nice, that. soft, white light. Oh, you can yeah. have like a window with a white curtain on it. That'll mm-hmm. be the best. That'd be perfect. What's up? Music too, guys. It. A little no, I don't want music. It's a picture. It's not a movie. <laughs> My goodness, Trevor, you are daft. 
<laughs> Tell me about setting the mood. Yeah, the plastic's horrible. Blurry, well, you know, it, it wasn't as... Uh, Facebook screws with your pictures. You know that. I know that. Yeah. Uh, it's okay, no. man. It's okay. Even the your, picture, thing. your picture's crooked, too. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that because I had said enough, but I was hoping somebody else would mention picture's that. picture's not crooked. It's cropped crooked. It. How can it be crooked when it's, it's cropped? It, the crop well, lines are crooked. straight. It's, the gun it, may be not centered, but the photograph is straight. I cropped it straight. All right. You cropped it crooked. So what you did. Oh, I'm going to end up getting <laughs> hung up on again. I can see it coming now. <laughs> start the show. Yeah. What, what the are show. we doing? I got to go to three gun tonight. I don't know. We'll work it out when we get there. All right. Sounds good. Everybody ready? Mm-hmm. No, we need a topic. Otherwise, it'll be a farce. It's the Seinfeld show. It already is a farce. I'm probably going to cut in a lot of what we have right now. You don't edit. That sounds like work to me. It's not that much. I'm going to just cut out all of your swearing, and there'll be nothing left. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> all right, f- let's go. <laughs> hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 100. Nope, we're going to try that again because we're in 200 now. It's been a long time <laughs> since 100. All right, let's try this again. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 205 of Slamfire Radio for May 11th, 2017. Oh, I'm May 12th. I forgot to change that. I'm sorry. Technically, <laughs> well, it's May 11th today. It is. No, all well, the show goes out on May 12th. Yeah, but it goes date. out on the 12th. Friday's date. Yeah, it always goes out on the 12th. All right, so we'll try this one more time. I don't know what the date is, so you could have said yes. anything. May the May the twelfth be with you. Not May the thirty fourth. Huh? <laughs> October the thirty second. <laughs> All right, let's try this uh, four or three times. <laughs>